Well, Brian, the movie industry sure is a changing, isn't it? Yeah, take that long gulp. See if that helps you out in your current situation. Uh, I hate you. We're, we're here to talk about some current news. I don't that's... know anything that's going on. You didn't see the Marvel stuff? I, I caught a brief glimpse of it. Well, we can talk about one thing, then get to that, I guess. So... Um, as a lot of people know, the movie industry is changing. We are now going to the more VOD route than we are cinemas because obviously HBO Max and Warner Brothers are in bed together and they're like, you know what? All of Warner Brothers movies for 2021 are going to go to HBO Max and theaters the same day, giving you the option. Now, as you've known for a while, me and Brian have kind of always been like, yeah, just let it happen, honestly, because like we like movie theaters, don't get us wrong, but like... It is nice to have the option now, I guess I would say, that we don't have to necessarily see everything that's in theaters. We can watch it from the comfort of our own homes. But uh, this does beg the question now, Brian, what do we do for blockbusters, do you think? Do you have an urge to see them in theaters still, or do you think at home now with the option that you'll just consider that? I haven't seen a movie in years. (laughs) I I don't know what you're talking about. What is an HBO Max? I don't know. I I would be willing to go watch horror, yeah, comedy, yeah. the occasional blockbuster. If I thought, like, like a Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I would be uh, 80, whatever it's called. Uh, I'd be okay with watching Dune. I'd be okay with watching in theaters. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything else. I know. Well, like, that's the thing, because the interesting thing is now, like, all those bad movies we normally see in theaters or, like, the mediocre comedies, usually are the ones that we kind of have a rough time watching in theaters because they're either so bad that we just don't want to be there half the time or it's, like, so laughably bad that it's it's good to be in a theater to enjoy it together. But the main issue is, like, now that you get this HBO option, do you feel like you'll watch less because it's not getting put in theaters and not as heavily advertised? Or do you think that this will bring more awareness to those bad movies? Because I don't know what HBO Max is going to be like now. Like, they have their original content. They got their Sopranos, their Game of Thrones, their berries, all that, and now they have to juggle all of Warner Brothers' film catalog. And so it does beg the question, like, are these bad movies we normally see, are we going to see them less frequently, do you think? Do you think the blockbusters will get pushed more? Like, what is your thought process on that? I haven't seen very many new movies this year anyways. Yeah, that, that's Most me. of the movies I've seen in theaters with you um, have been old mm-hmm. ones that have just been reissued or mm-hmm. the theater just found it on VOD or something. I was like, fuck, put this on. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I'd watch any more, any less movies than I already do on a yearly basis, which is... Like, last year I watched, like, what, 50-something? Yeah. And this year I've watched probably half that. Yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. I haven't really done a lot of movie watching. Yeah, and that's the thing with the HBO Max deal. It's like, now directors are speaking out, because we saw Chris Nolan have his boomer moment, where he just kind of, like, got really angry about the whole HBO Max thing, and Dennis Villanueva just recently got mad, because he's like, you're gonna put Dune on HBO Max, this wasn't part of the deal. And, you know, while we probably both respect those directors in a lot of ways, it's just like... I know nothing about Dennis Okay. Well, we respect Nolan in a lot of ways, it's just like, (laughs) you know, some of the things that he does on like studio corporate wise is a little shaky in my opinion because 
Tenet going in theaters probably was a bad idea. He should have took the option of HBO Max or theaters, but Tenet was supposed to or revive movie theaters. at the same time. Honestly, that too. But it's just like Nolan was like, no, people are going to go to theaters in a pandemic. And he learned very quickly that's not the case. Yeah, I honestly, like, I... The only one that I've really heard a lot about is Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. I haven't really heard any other... Like, I heard about the Dallas, Dennis Villanueva thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, cool. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't be too happy if they just jumped on that out of nowhere and didn't say anything to me mm-hmm. or even give me the uh, idea. So, yeah, yeah, that I can understand, but, like, Christopher Nolan, he's just being kind of an ass. Yeah, I, I would say that. Um, but that's all the HBO Max stuff is. If you want to pull up, like, Marvel's Instagram or their lineup that they have going, we can talk about what Disney did. Because uh, Disney Investor Day was, what, Thursday? And so we're going to talk now about... It was yesterday. Yeah, at the time, whenever this oh, goes geez. up. I'm just referring that. <laughs> yeah. um, but Disney's Investor Day happened, and I watched part of it. Um, I think I got through more of, like, the corporate stuff before the big announcements, like the whole ESPN Plus, what Hulu's going to become, the adult Disney Star program, which... I fucking hate that. I, I don't understand, because, like, in America, we have stars. Okay, so here's my thing. Disney, I, can, I get why they're doing the international, um, like, mature film thing yeah, with the yeah. star program, but calling it star is going to create confusion, because there's the stars channel, which I don't know if that's an international thing, I'm assuming that's it probably branches out of the US, Yeah. but I'm not 100% sure, but we have the stars program with a Z, and then Disney is starting the star program, and even earlier today, Hayden mistakenly called it the wrong name. And I just... See, I thought... That's what I think is going to create confusion. I thought they bought Stars at first, and I was like, oh, so now they have, like, all the back catalog. But then it was like, no, it's their new thing. And, you know, and I guess one thing that is beneficial is Hulu can now be bundled with Disney+, Plus, which sounds like it's going to be nice. But it is going to beg the question, why keep paying for Hulu if all the Fox adult programming is coming to Disney+. Plus? It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, yes, they said all the FX programming, like Archer, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, will still go to Hulu, like, the day it's premiered and stuff. But, like... It does seriously beg the question, why pay for Hulu at this point? And it almost feels like this is the downfall of Hulu in a way, because, well, they do promise new original content. Like, they got some shows with Steve, like a show with Steve Martin that's coming out. They got that Alien TV show, which I'm somewhat interested in, but I haven't liked the Alien prequel films all that much. Uh, They got some interesting program coming, but it just feels like this is going to kind of be the ladder that kicks away Hulu to the Disney Plus taking over thing. Yeah. Which, look, I like Hulu sometimes for the programming it has i will admit i haven't paid for it in a month because i just haven't had an interest like most i watched on it was like the occasional family guy like before i go to bed or like some hulu original film which the last one i saw was like palm springs so i i don't know what your thoughts or feelings are on the whole like hulu situation i i think it would be a good idea to keep hulu around if they were just going to keep that for like adult stuff Mm -hmm. because my fear which i'm not sure if they had stated whether or not they would but my fear is that disney is going to get all of this mature stuff under their disney name and they're going to make it less mature than it already is and that was a big thing with the simpsons because they're trying to make the simpsons into a child-friendly show almost in a way like oh kids can watch this but like the Simpsons. i remember watching the simpsons with my family yeah. when i was a kid but like that was parental guidance yeah and like they cussed in the show they didn't take out half the jokes in the show they didn't format it terribly like 
that's the issue with Disney getting The Simpsons now and changing it to be more family friendly is they cut out the jokes, they cut out the yeah. cuss words because old kids can't hear bad words even though Marvel films cuss and it's just like I don't get it. I, I I don't get why they're trying to take that and necessarily change it. Because, like, yeah. with a show like Family Guy that makes edgy jokes all the time. Jokes about suicide. Jokes about cutting your wrists. Jokes about uh, abortion. Jokes about, I think, rape? Yeah, 9-11's a constant running joke from Seth MacFarlane. Like, 9-11 was a joke. I'm kidding. Um, but, like, the whole thing is, like, they have these constant running jokes in Family Guy that are so edgy. How does Disney clean that up? Because... Obviously, Seth is not a guy to allow his project to get muddled with, and yeah. I think if Disney started cutting out Family Guy jokes, Seth's gonna say something because Seth MacFarlane's not a quiet guy when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, he 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 is he's very edgy. That's he all, he that's is all edgy. I can say. He's very yeah. edgy. Well, then again, it's it, he just signed that deal with NBC that makes you think like he doesn't care about Family Guy. Probably at this not. Point. I, he might be pulling a Matt Groening, which Matt Groening left a lot sooner yeah. than Seth would be, but. But, no. like, Seth is still a voice actor in this show, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, like, I guess. Um, yeah, but anyways, that was the whole, like, corporate side of it and all that. ESPN, they're trying to somewhat justify their purchase of that, but, like, it's so bad. The, the one good thing I can say is, like, the Stephen A. Smith spinoff series. Stephen A. Smith is, like, a running meme in the community and whatnot. He's the angry basketball guy, as a lot of people know. But, like, that's the only benefit I could say is, like, Disney realizes, hey, Stephen A. Smith is the best part of our programming because they're going to set up, like, a ESPN bet network where they're going to tell you what teams to bet on. But I don't trust people that tell me how to bet a majority of the time because they're usually wrong in the end. I just have, like, a gut feeling, like, this team is probably going to perform and I'll do it. But, like... I, I don't like that move. I think that's going to be a bad move because it's not going to fix ESPN's terrible programming in any way, shape, or form. Not only that, but they aren't, like, bundling with the NFL or the NBA to, like, benefit. They're just going to get whatever shows they can scheduled, which, whatever. But uh, I do want to talk about the Marvel side of things. Did you pull that up by chance? I pulled up a thing that shows Marvel. Okay. And other... Um, here, I guess I'll start with Marvel. They got the WandaVision, of yes. course. Everyone's uh, excited for that, I guess. Yeah, the trailer looked interesting, uh, the last trailer they put out. It was like, Wanda is like in a 50s kind of era kind of thing, and she's going through each era, and then it kind of looks like she's creating her own reality, which is a thing after Endgame. Like, she can't live with the fact that Vision's dead, so with her power, she creates like this perfect dystopian kind of future where they're together, and in reality, it's like, it's not real, and she has to come to terms with that, and that that's kind of what the show looks like it's going to be which I'm very much looking forward to um, I know you said you weren't big on the Marvel TV shows but is this one you might check out? The only one that I saw announced that I'm actually uh, interested in is Moon Knight all the other ones I don't really yeah, care about cause like Loki, or, um, Loki, I'm Loki, Loki yeah cause I watched the trailer for that too and it looks fun like Loki's going around messing in the universe and whatnot. <laughs> did you read something in the description? Owen Wilson yeah yeah he's in it yeah. That's um, the trailer for that looked fun too it looked weird which i'm looking forward to loki has a lot it looks like he's going to be doing playing around this new world this new universe because it is the loki from endgame as a lot of people know it's not dead loki from the current marvel timeline so we'll have to see how this branches out i think they said this one is going to get into the multiverse a little bit which would explain the whole spider-man thing yeah uh next we have falcon and winter soldier you know i'm looking forward to it but i don't know if i'll watch it i don't know because the big the big sell for me on this is can it be interesting and i know that's like a big push because i haven't seen it yet but like will it be interesting because i'm not a huge falcon guy 
I like the Winter Soldier's movie, um, but I will admit the character kind of lost interest for me after, like, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, so it's like, these two characters I'm kind of lukewarm on, are they gonna do enough to make me care? Like, I'll watch two episodes of it, maybe, and if I'm not hooked, I'll probably stop, because I don't want to keep up with all these Marvel shows, because I feel like there's just gonna be one I don't care about. Disney has never heard of oversaturation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we already talked about Loki. Uh, mm-hmm. What if... Which this looks cool. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Because I haven't read the comic series, but what I know of it is actually pretty interesting. Uh, I probably won't watch it. I don't know. This one is going to be iffy too, because I feel like if the first episode doesn't hook me, then this is another one. I'm like, eh, maybe I don't know. Miss Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Don't know if I'll watch. And it's I, not like I don't care for the character thing. It's like I just don't know if I like want to watch it. You know? Because like yeah. I'm not familiar with Miss Marvel a whole lot. I may check it. Like I said with the Falcon Winter Soldier. What if I'll watch episode one? If I don't like it, I won't continue it. I just feel like this is another one where it's like hit or miss depending on the audience. Hawkeye, which I honestly kind of surprised about because I thought, because with all that controversy with Jeremy Renner earlier this year, I think it was. Oh, with his wife and all that? Yeah, I yeah. wasn't sure if Disney would keep their connections with Jeremy. Um, Haley Steinfeld's playing his daughter, which... Which um, the internet's been going crazy about. Yeah, I like Haley Steinfeld, very good actress. Um, I feel like she'll do good. I feel like Jeremy will do yeah, good. Do um, I, I'm going to check this one out for sure, because I just, like, Haley Steinfeld, I feel like, deserves her own thing. Like, she was in the Bumblebee yep. movie, she was in True Grit remake a few years back, um, she did Spider-Verse, obviously, a Spider-Gwen. So, like, yeah, I, I feel like Haley Steinfeld could finally get the push to have a great series here for her to star in. So I will be checking this one out for sure because um, this Hawkeye looks kind of cool that he's going to have to train his daughter a little bit and that he's going to show her the ropes of being this marksman like he is. Yeah. And it looks good, honestly. I think it'll be good. She-Hulk. Probably not, and it's not because I don't like She-Hulk. I just don't have an interest in She-Hulk. It's like, I, I don't hate the character. I don't necessarily think it's a bad choice to make a series around it, but I don't care, Maybe honestly. Maybe they'll have her break the fourth wall like she does in the comics. Pro- probably. They'll be getting on the Deadpool train. We already talked about Moon Knight. Which, yeah, Oscar Isaac's good pick. I, I do I'm excited that for that. I'll watch episode one perhaps mm-hmm. and if it if i like it enough i'll keep going if i don't eh. yeah yeah secret invasion i haven't heard a lot about this one sam jackson has nick fury some... oh is this with the scrolls yeah okay um maybe i don't know like the scrolls are an all right concept i feel like they'll kind of get old as this series goes on but we'll yeah. see Ironheart. Which, read the description on this one, because this one is not with Tony's daughter, which is driving the internet crazy. Second and newly announced series coming to Disney Plus stars Dominique Thorne. Dominic Thorne? Okay. Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. That's it? I guess. Um, but That's like, all it shows here. Okay, my big issue with that is, why not just do Iron Man's daughter? It, am I in the wrong for saying this, but like, why not continue that legacy? I don't... I, I, I probably won't watch this one regardless, but, like, we'll see. Armor Wars. What is this one? I did not hear of this one. I, I'm not even... This, I don't know, man. The website I'm using is Deadline. I'm not sure. Well, what does the description say of it? Uh, Armor Wars. Based on the classic Marvel comic series, comes to Disney Plus starring Don Cheadle's James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, who must face what happens when Tony Stark's tech fails, falls into the wrong hands. Okay, I mean, I guess I like Don Cheadle. Um, He's pretty cool. Check it out, maybe. I don't know. One episode. And the big like one, it. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which is going to be connected to the MCU from what I've heard. From what I've heard, yes. Um, 
this, I think James Gunn. Even James Gunn. So. James Gunn's making it. Obviously, writing, directing it. Um, yeah. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, I will see the third film, and I feel like this will be a fun holiday special. Now, it's not out to like 2022 or whatever, but yeah. like 2022 holiday season. I, I feel like this is gonna be interesting for how they handle like a holiday special with Guardians of the Galaxy because I imagine it's gonna be like Peter wants to celebrate Christmas. They don't know what that is. It's gonna be <laughs> so, life day. Or life day. You never know. Yeah, it's gonna be a crossover with Star Wars, and then. I am Groot. Could you read the description of that one? Is it just I am Groot? Features everyone's baby tree and a series of original shorts. Oh, it's a shorts. Oh, it's a shorts. Yeah, it's like the like, Doug thing. Yeah, which I fuck that. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I'll move on to... Fantastic Four, I wanted to point out, too. Oh, which, yeah, this wasn't showing. Here. There's been a whole hate train on the internet for... Oh, John Watts is directing it. The guy that made the two Spider-Man movies. At least it's not John Waters. I mean, yeah. And, like, here's the thing. John Watts got paid to do his job. So sorry that it couldn't be some superior director that makes it. But, like... I imagine Fantastic Four will be decent. Like, here's the thing about the track record. I have, like, a special So Bad It's Good feel for the old Fantastic Four movies. Fan Four Stick I hate with every fiber of my being. It's not good. Well, it's and got Michael B. Jordan in it. I know it's got Michael B. Jordan in it, but, like... I, I just hate that movie. I'm hoping they do some justice to it. If it's mediocre, I wouldn't expect less from the Fantastic Four, but, like, we'll see. Alright, on to Lucas Films. Oh boy, Star Wars, which I know you love Star Wars. Ahsoka. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I love Ahsoka as a character. feel like this will be a very good series to flesh her out a lot more. Um, best part of the Clone Wars, obviously. Best part of her cameo in the new season of The Mandalorian. She's best part to show up in it. I mean, it's just like, I love Ahsoka as a character. I love that she's getting her own show. Very much looking forward to this. Rangers of the New Republic. I don't care about this one, to be honest, because I don't know what it's about, nor do I really like shows that focus on, like, the smaller things of Star Wars, especially if it's just gonna be, like, another Rebellion show. If it's another Rebellion show, I'm, I'm tired of the Rebellion. Can we get something new, please? Andor. Is that the guy from Rogue One? I think Cassie and Andor, right? Yes. Okay, um, my biggest issue with this series is gonna be, how am I gonna care knowing this character is gonna die? Because he wasn't already that interesting in Rogue One. Rogue One's biggest issue for me was the characterization yes. and knowing these characters would die and that yes. they don't matter in the grand scheme of things other than getting the plans. This series is going to be a tough sell. I don't know how I'm supposed to care about this guy if I know he's going to die at some point in Rogue One or if like I don't really think he's going to be able to carry the series on his own. I think Diego Luna's a good actor. I just don't know about this show or if I can get invested in this character that I didn't really like that much in Rogue One. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I actually might check this one out. This one is cool. Uh, there's a big if with this one, though. Hayden Christensen is back as Darth Vader. No, I don't mind that he's back. I think it's great Hayden's getting work still. But, like, yes. they talked about the rematch of the, of the century with this one. Yes. And it's been known that Obi-Wan and Anakin don't meet again until they're on the Death Star in which Anakin kills Obi-Wan. I, I don't I don't, I don't think people understand that that's not really a rematch. That's a pre-match. Yeah, and, like, here's the thing. If they are going to fight in the show stupidly somehow... I'm probably going to check out because it just feels like at that point Lucasfilm gave up. But like, let's say it's like Obi-Wan's dealing with trauma. It's just flashbacks of him fighting Anakin. I'm all right with that. If that's what they mean, like it's a mind battle or something cool. But like, if they actually fight at one point in this show, like they meet each other when Obi-Wan's chilling, taking care of Luke on Tatooine. I'm not buying this show. I feel like there's a lot of issues that would come with that. But an Obi-Wan centric show where he's just in the desert doing his own thing. 
that's cool. I would definitely watch that because it is interesting to think, what did he do all those years watching Luke grow up? Yeah. The Bad Batch. Um, so this is the characters that were introduced in the last season of The Clone Wars. Um, this is going to be an interesting series because I think it takes place during Order 66. So, like, I think they still work for the Empire. And so that'll be interesting to get a series where you're watching this group of bad guys do work for the Empire. And if they change sides because, you know, Star Wars is all about the bad guys become good at some point. It's like... I'll be kind of checked out because I'm like, I just want like a series that focuses on the bad guys being bad. Why can't I have that? It's like Star Wars just seems this trend where it can't stop repeating itself. Yeah. Because nothing's original anymore. I guess not. Star Wars Visions. Don't know what this is. Um, I, I don't really care for it, to be honest. Lando. Depends on which Lando you're getting. If- if we're getting 800-year-old Lando Calrissian, I'm not sure. And Billy D. Williams. But if we yeah. get Donald Glover, I'd actually check it out. They're going to have to Don pay Glover. They're going to have to pay him a ton. To... They're, they're getting Ewan McGregor, man. I know. That's <laughs> the thing. is like, how much money is Disney willing to shell out? Uh, it's not saying who... Yeah, we'll play. I don't think they know yet. Because they're probably like, Billy D., you still got some years left in you to come out and do it. And... It's just going to be him sitting there telling stories. I think that's what it's gonna be. Him telling stories of his youth. If it's, if it's like him telling stories of his youth but they have, like, it being acted out by Don, Donald Glover, then yeah. I'd yeah, that'd be, be cool. I'd watch it. I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but it'd be cool to watch. Yeah. I love Donald Glover. Uh, if he's in it. The Acolyte. Don't know what this is, Skip. That's I don't... the Acolytes from the WWF. Or is this the uh, the High Republic show, I wonder? I think this is. This would be cool to check out, because I like the High Republic, but I... History trailer I... Will, take on, will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. Yes, okay, then yes, I am looking forward to this. A droid story. Don't care. I don't... I don't I'm sorry, I don't care about Star Wars droids. Whoa! I don't know what that... Oh, this is the Warwick Davis show where he's like a magic set decades something. after Ron Howard's 1988. Yes, movie. yes, yes. I'm not looking forward to this. Sorry, I just don't think I'll care to watch what it. Movie? I I don't know. Is it one of those ones that they made in the height of the Star Wars popularity and then like uh, George well, was like no? It's not Star Wars actually. It's oh, like a so separate thing Lucasfilm made. Oh, okay. Okay, Never I don't know. Of it. I don't think I'll watch Warwick it. Warwick Davis is the guy that played uh, the Leprechaun in the Leprechaun movies. He, he was in the Harry Potter films. He was yeah. in the Star Wars films. I mean, he's done everything. Okay. Uh, I gotta get past all the Marvel stuff again. <laughs> Inside Pixar, which I thought that was already a show. I thought so, too. I don't know if this just means, like, it's coming back. It's a new documentary series. Oh, okay. So. Soul, which I am down for. I'm down for, um... Yeah, I guess that's, that's all to say about that. Burrow. It's a collection of Pixar shorts called Spark Shorts. Okay. Uh, Pixar makes alright shorts sometimes, so yeah. Pixar popcorn. What? It's a collection of mini shorts featuring Pixar characters. Okay, more shorts, you it's, it's featuring older characters. Though, oh, so I'm assuming okay. it's going to be like, here's someone from Bugs Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dog Days. Okay, now I like Up. Up's obviously my favorite Pixar. It's my favorite Pixar movie. I, grew I watched up with- it as a kid. Um, and Doug is a nice addition to it. To give him his own miniseries, it might be fun. I feel like, but it's like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be like the collection Fork- of shorts? So it's like the Forky thing, where Forky got his probably. own spinoff. Okay, then I don't I, mind it. I probably won't watch it. I feel like it's something that they're making for like kids to throw on. Yeah, basically. Uh, the parents are like, "I'm busy. Here, watch <laughs> this for two hundred hours." Cars. 
I hate the Cars franchise, so... I watched the first one a lot as a kid. Alright, good on you, I guess. Life is a highway. I don't like the Cars franchise, so I will have no interest watching this. Win or lose? What is that? Is that a game show or something? Hold on. (laughs) Follow the co-ed middle school softball team in the week leading up to the championship game. Each 20-minute episode highlights the perspective of a different character. Okay. It's, it's, It's high school musical. Oh, well, I don't care about it's high not, school It's musical. not high school musical, but it's, it's high school Is that musical. the stupid high school musical, the show? No, this is its own entity. I, okay. I'm just comparing it to high school musical. Okay, I'm okay. not sure if it'll be a musical or not. I just don't care. Um, uh, okay, here's the Disney-centric stuff now. Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2? Is yeah. it Bette Midler and all them again? Sure. It's not It's, it's a mi- sequel to the original. Okay, I mean, Hocus Pocus is a good Halloween movie, I guess. I don't think it I've needs a, It does it. not need a sequel, so we'll see what Disney's gonna do with this. Three Men and a Baby. Well, that's a remake, isn't with, it? Starring, yeah, yeah it's a okay. remake of this 80s movie starring Zac Efron. I thought Slated so. Slated for 2022. Okay, Zac Efron's trying to rebuild his career somewhat, but now he's back to Disney, ironically. So. Yes. Safety, premiering the 11th. What day is today? Oh, shit. Apparently, from what, today. What is safety? A drama inspired by the empowering story of former Clemson University football safety Ray McElrath. Oh, <laughs> a young man facing a series of challenging circumstances whose dedication and persistence helps him to triumph over. It just sounds like a blindside. It sounds like it should be an ESPN 30 for 30 thing. It might be. It just says Disney, so I'm assuming it's on Disney. Probably Plus. on Disney Plus, but it should be on ESPN. Uh. Keenan Lowe project? Don't know what that is. Uh, sure. Uh, um, Greek Freak? Greek Freak? Uh, it might be interesting. I think I heard a little about it. The Chris Paul Project. Some of these, I think... Okay, these are ESPN. This says Disney. Like. It says it's gonna be on what? development for Disney+. Disney, Plus. this doesn't help ESPN's dying narrative. You literally should be putting this on ESPN for people to watch. Nobody watches your 30 for 30s anymore. The only thing you have is Stephen A. Smith. Put these projects sports-wise on ESPN. That would save it before it goes tanking. Flora and Ulysses... A comedy adventure based on a Newbery Award-winning book about ten-year-old Flora, an avid comic book fan, okay. a self-avowed and a self-avowed f- <laughs> cynic who r- rescues a squirrel with unique super- superhero powers. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I saw something about that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, cheaper by the dozen. A realizing um, of hit comedy. Did you ever see the Steve Martin films of Cheaper no. by the Dozen? Okay, they're fun comedies, fun family comedies. Yeah. Steve Martin's the best part, obviously. Apparently, it's going to be directed by the or creator of the show, Blackish. Oh, I've never seen Blackish, so um, NBC show. I don't care. Um, Cheaper by the Dozen's good family comedies. I feel like without Steve Martin, it's going to lose its punch a little bit. You got to get someone really funny to replace Steve Martin because that's just a comedy legend. Gabrielle Union is set to star. Where I don't know what she's uh, from. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> Okay, so the interesting part about this one, I want to comment real quick, is it's going to be animated oh, like yeah. the book. So it looks like the book's art style. That and I think that's cool because the fundamental problem with when they tried to like reboot Windy Kid with that new cast, it was bad. Yeah. And the, the whole not my, Ro- not my Roderick thing was justified. But like, yeah. I feel like going animated is a good way to finally adapt the books correctly. So yeah. that way it carries over that fun style they all have. But we'll see. I don't know what Disney's going to do with it. If it's not going to be based on the books, that's fine. It's like D- Jeff Kinney, as the guy that writes them, is wrote like 12 of them now. So they'll have yeah. to play catch up, basically. Which they could do like one season. Yeah, for book. each book. Might yeah. as well. 
Uh, I don't know. I'll be like twenty when this comes out, so uh, I'm not sure I'll check I don't it know out. If I'll, I I might check out the first season just because I like the books. The Ice Age, uh, the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Okay, you're, I I don't know much about the Ice Age franchise. Oh, Simon Pegg will be returning in the role of Buck. He was in the nice. third one, I think. Um, I don't like Ice Age, so I won't check it out. What? Right at the museum. Yes, is this animated or? Yes, this time it's animated. Okay. Sean um, Levy, who has a, helped shape the Buckfisher's director. Oh, okay. Um, I like Ben Stiller movies. I think Ben Stiller's good in Night at the Museum. Um, it was like a shining franchise for a little bit. It was like if he needed a rebound film, it was yeah. like go make a Night at the Museum. I um, liked the first two. Robin Williams is very good in that series too, and so they're <laughs> the big thing they're gonna have to figure out is like how do you make it better than the movies? Because yeah. the movies are great fun all the way around. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers <gasps> hybrid so, live action animation. I'm excited for this because I think Andy Samberg's Andy attached Samberg, to John it. John Mulaney and yep. Seth Rogen. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to this a ton. Okay. Because John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are starring in the tower roles, and yeah. Seth Rogen is just doing cameos. Okay, I think this will be good. I like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I feel like you do too, don't you? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, okay, so I feel like this will be good because Andy Samberg's a good pick, John Mulaney's a good pick, Seth Rogen will be fun in it, I'm sure. It's good. This might be one of the few I actually have a lot of faith in because. If it's going to incorporate, like, kid-friendly, lonely island comedy, I'll be fine with that. But yep. we'll see. Pinocchio. I... I'm mixed okay. on this, because Guillermo's not attached to it, is he? Uh, no. Here, I'll read okay. it off. Uh, compelling new live-action retelling that will leverage state-of-the-art CGI. We'll see about that. Yeah. To bring Pinocchio <laughs> to life, a living puppet with the help of a cricket as his conscience must prove himself worthy to become a real boy in the musical remake... Of, Dis- of the Disney animated classic, Robert Zemeckis directs oh, and Tom Hanks no, stars. Oh, no, not Zemeckis. Look, I get Zemeckis made the Back to the Future films, and I get that he's made some other great films in his career, but did anyone see Welcome to Marwin like two years ago? Did anyone see how bad that movie was? Was I the only one that went to theaters to see Welcome to Marwin? Because it was literally him jerking himself off about making Back to the Future with Steve Carell in it. That's literally all the movie is. And, like, look, Tom Hanks is, like, Geppetto, I'd assume, or Jiminy Cricket. I'd probably say Jiminy Cricket. I was going to say Geppetto because he's doing the whole, like, I'm an old man shtick now. I know, but I feel like he's Jiminy Cricket. Maybe he'll do both. That'd be hilarious. He'll do. He'll be Geppetto. He'll be doing his regular voice for Geppetto, uh, and then he'll do his like uh, Woody, like high pitched, sc- like you know, yelling like mm-hmm. kitty voice yeah. for uh, the cricket. But like, I have little faith in this because I always wanted to see Guillermo's vision, and I know Guillermo wanted like a, a kind of twisted, dark take on Pinocchio. I don't yeah, know if that's like now going to be a separate Netflix movie that he's doing because Disney kind of kicked him out of this. But like. I don't know. I'm, I'm somewhat interested, but Pinocchio is, like, not one of my all-time favorite Disney movies. It's dark. It's very dark for a kid's film, but... Peter Pan and Wendy. Is this, like, a live-action remake of Peter Pan, I take it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I like Peter Pan, so check it out, maybe. It's, like, these live-action remakes, oh, I have... Law is gonna be Captain Hook. Okay, then this sounds like a live-action remake. Probably. Um... I, I have little faith in those. You and I both know the live-action remakes have not clicked with us the way we thought, so... Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Disenchanted. A sequel to the hit film Enchanted. Enchanted's fun. I don't I've, know if it needs a sequel. I've never seen it. It does not need a sequel. This is just Disney knocking on wood that people like this, so we'll see what happens. Sister Act 3. People yeah. People like that yeah. series. Okay, I guess fitting conclusion. Walt Disney Animated Studios now. 
Raya and the Last Dragon. Looking forward to this. Um, the big thing is that it's coming to Disney Plus and theaters same day. You can pay $30, I think, to watch it on Disney Plus, which no thank Fuck you. Fuck that. I will go to theaters and gladly pay 20 for it. Yeah. Baymax. Yes, I do want to see this because I like Big Hero 6. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Zootopia Plus? So is this like the series kind of thing, I think? Short form series. Yeah, so I like Zootopia. Uh, fun animated shorts, I'm sure. I'll like it. Uh, Iwaju? I, <laughs> Excuse me? Iwaju. Oh, um... It's an all new original series coming to Disney Plus. Uh, Pan African Comic Entertainment Comic Legacy Long form series is set in uh, Lagos, Nigeria, exploring deep themes of class, innocence, and challenging the status quo okay it's it's disney this sounds interesting yeah check it out i don't yeah. know much about it but i'll check it out tiana okay yes i love princess and the frog so i i very much want this show to happen because i feel I like, like it. it's going to be groundbreaking revolutionary i feel like it's going to do a lot of good i i just assumed it was going to be about her working at her restaurant yeah that might be i don't know what it's going to be about if that's what it is that sounds interesting or if it's like the further adventures of princess and the frog or is it, it a live action remake which we Long should form musical comedy series featuring the extra uh it's I not i doubt it because it's okay. walt disney animation Studios. okay good good Moana the series. You know... I like Moana. I like Moana. It's, it's a really good movie. Um, New long-form musical series. I don't follow... Okay, it's going to be a show again. I don't know about a show, though. This is the iffy part for me always, is do I think it could stand on its own as a show? There's a lot it to depends explore. depends on who they get to do the musical. Yeah. If they bring back Lin-Manuel Miranda, it could be good. Yes. If they get some hack, then no. Some it's, hack fraud? Yeah. And is the original, like, actress in The Rock coming back, or... Because if they're not... It doesn't nah, say. It we'll doesn't say. It'd probably be some lesser people doing it, then. Probably. Uh, National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, think I guess we'll go ahead and... Where's Encanto? I wanted to talk about that for a second. It didn't show it. Okay. But go ahead and talk um, about it. So, Encanto, the trailer didn't show much. Um, it's a lot of, like... It had, like, Mexican music in it and a butterfly that was flying, and then that was about all we got. It was, like, just a snippet teaser, and it did not show any characters, did not show anything. I think it looks interesting. It gave me Coco vibes when I watched it a little bit, even though Coco is a whole separate thing. But, like, it looks interesting. Um, but that's pretty much all we can say about the whole Disney reveal thing that happened. Uh, no, there's a few more things. Oh, is there? The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Why is the Mighty Ducks getting a spinoff? It's fine Big on shot. its own. Okay. Uh, that's a college basketball thing. Oh. Uh, the Mysterious Benedict Society. Don't know what that is. Turner and Hooch. Isn't that like a book series? Sure. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, when an ambitious button up U.S. Marshall inherits a big unruly dog. It's it's uh, based on the Tom Hanks movie back in the, from the eighties. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, is that it? Then Josh I take Peck's it. gonna be in it. Is he playing the dog? I think so. Okay, interesting. Uh, no, he's he serves Scott Turner. Oh, okay. The detective. Is there anything else, or is that it? that it that's it okay um so from all this news i guess the whole resounding thing i have to say is wow that's a lot because literally that's all that comes to mind is this is too much for me and i'm not saying it's a bad thing to get a lot it's just like i feel like you're gonna overwhelm your audience with this perhaps because 10 star wars series is not a good move over two years you're going to be feeding so much Star Wars, people are going to get tired of it. The same thing with Marvel. You're going to be feeding so many Marvel shows and movies that people are going to get sick of it. 
And we just got off the high of Endgame, and we all had this year as, like, a break from Marvel movies, which was kind of refreshing, but also it's been a really bad year. And then Star Wars promised it was going to take some time off and just have The Mandalorian, but now I guess that's all for... Mandalorian did well. Yeah. Mandalorian did well, so now they're like, oh, well, that justifies making a ton of Star Wars stuff. And look, I get it. Disney's got these brands to uphold. They got to make billions off it and stuff. But, like, at one point, do you just say you are overwhelming your consumer? It's, it's called oversaturation. Disney doesn't know what it is. That's why they're so happy with putting out all of these things. They know that the mindless fans will consume. And I know, like, the I whole... I don't give a shit about half the things. <laughs> I know. And I know the whole dead meme is the red-letter media shut up and consume product and get excited for next product. And, yes, that meme is overplayed. But, like, it does Not get wrong. to... It, it does get to a point where it's just, like, this is too much. I feel like out of all these shows we talked about tonight, I'm probably going to watch maybe three of them continuously. Because the way I look at it, it's like I don't watch many shows much anymore because... A, there isn't a lot of great things to watch on TV right now. Yeah. And B, it's like, if I want a really good show, I have to go to a streaming service to watch it because regular TV has nothing anymore. I mean, let's look at this, folks. The Walking Dead is finally ending. They're, fi- they're finally ending it, and that was, like, one of the biggest reasons to keep your cable subscription forever. But what? now, Yeah, surprisingly, because it got good ratings for seasons. But now it's, like, Supernatural, where it just ran its course for too long, and they're ending it. And, like, that's the thing is, like, we're going into an era of streaming TV, and I know there's a lot of programming to give people, but, like, at, at what point do you just go, this is too much? Because I know the whole thing that people are going to argue is, like, well, if you don't want to watch it, then don't complain about it. Again, that just kind of feeds into the issue of, like, that's too much. At, at what point do you just accept the fact that, like, yeah, people probably won't watch it, we shouldn't complain about it, but, like, it's still an issue that they're putting out this much stuff and acting like this many people are going to go out and watch all of this. Like, if you do actively watch all of these shows more power to you but like that's a lot of time and dedication to and like stuff these shows. to remember and stuff to remember and like it's gonna cut into social life a little bit it's gonna like throw everything out the window like you'll have to give up family events to watch the new disney plus series so which at this point we might not be having any family events anytime soon i know so that's all we have to say about the HBO Max thing, the Disney thing. I'll just leave it this final comment. Um, two more podcasts before the end of the year. Uh, the, the next one coming out, I'm going to talk about Annabellum, the devil all the time. And I believe I'm going to try and talk about, I'm thinking of ending things. And maybe Mank. I might throw Mank in there because I want to watch it. Uh, and then the end of the year is my top 10 best and worst of the year list, which might be top five because like we said, there has been a lot top of great two. this year to have to. Um, Brian, it was nice of you to talk talk about this with me well, again me I know. um and so yeah i guess do you are you ready for these products brian i'm ready to die yeah that's how i feel after I'm all this get the covid no brian <laughs> not in the car brian uh but put anyway, your mask on <laughs> thank you for listening we'll see you next time